Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. This episode is brought to you by patreon.com slash sbfvgs. Welcome to Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover, episode 190, rounding that corner to episode 200. Show's been going on for too long. (laughs) Some some would say. I say it hasn't been going on for too long enough. Oh, well, I'm one of your co-hosts, Mike Lopez. Yes. Hello, Mike. With me is Summer Games Tate. Wow, Summer Games, David Summer Games Tate, that's me. Man, yeah. Mike, thank you so much for that introduction. Mike Punchy Boy Lopez. Punchy Boy. Yeah, you know why you're a punchy boy. We'll we'll get into it uh, All right. in the what you're playing at section. But uh well, let's but let's yeah. just get right into that because normally this show would come to you every fortnight, but that is <laughs> that is not true at the moment. So let's let's I think I think the last episode was over a month ago at this point, Ooh, which we weren't month? trying to do that. And also it's Mike's fault because it's true. It you know, it's funny. At the end of the last episode we were talking about, Mike was like really hopeful. Yeah, I've got this new boss and work life balance is gonna be great moving forward. And then immediately he was the most busy man I've ever <laughs> known. So, <laughs> a, lot so of, a lot of work stuff came up. Yeah. A lot of so, last minute uh, stuff. You know, life gets in the way of these podcasts and uh, we're really sorry, but That's uh, cool. maybe we'll get back to something more normal soon. Someday. soon? Isn't that like the uh, the ultimate adult thing? Like, <laughs> you know, things are really crazy right now, but hopefully in about a month or two, things will clear up and then they never do in a month they or never two. Do. You just keep saying it until you die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> for, for anyone who's young, and I can't imagine there are many of you, but young folks listen to this podcast, this is what you have to look forward to is scheduling your Go fun. Go listen to some younger people talking about <laughs> video games. Why are you listening to 40 year olds? Come on. <laughs> We've got perspective. That's true. Maybe some wisdom. Maybe they're looking for a mentor, you know, like we can do that. We've got yeah. wisdom coming out of our ears. Tell me, Pop Pop, about the bygone area from the long, long ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like we've got wisdom coming out of our ears. Some might say it's hair, but mm. I just call it wisdom, you know, mm. so uh, well, David, anyway. <laughs> would you show me your wisdom by telling me what you've been playing? Ooh, OK, I would love to. Um, so mostly I have been playing one game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that game is called The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Mm. Um, I even did a couple of streams, which uh, turns out people aren't super jazzed to watch Zelda Tears of the Kingdom because um, they don't want to spoil it. Because most people oh, feel yeah. like 
they want to play this game and sure it's you know it's funny though because i wouldn't consider a zelda game to be something that i care about the story in all there are there's no zelda game where i'm like wow the story oh my gosh you know like there's there's not been one not even not even wind waker not even twilight princess none of them have been like this game is the Citizen Kane of video games that told such a great story, you know. <laughs> um, but maybe, you know, there's shrines that might get spoiled. Like you can do like creative solutions in the shrines. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's um, a return to form. I don't want to I don't want to spoil it either because people are sensitive to spoilers. I'm not. So it's really hard for me to to ascertain what it is about a Zelda game that people are afraid to get spoiled. Anyway, I'm going to try not to go into too much detail about the game, but sure. I will say um, a lot of people were complaining that Tears of the Kingdom was just a uh, $70 DLC. Um, <laughs> and and I can, I can confidently say this game is so much bigger than any... If, this, if you would call this a DLC, there's, there's no like analog for this kind of it's gigantic like they they didn't just kind of like recolor a couple a couple areas here and there there's there's entirely new areas first of all in the sky which we all knew Mm -hmm. about from the trailers there's other entirely new areas that are basically the same size as the overworld so i won't go into details about that but they've basically doubled the size of the map let's put it that way it's pretty big Um, yeah it's gigantic and um we'll we'll get into it. it it might be for some it might be too big but we'll we'll get into that in the uh the tweets section okay. but um uh but yeah i gotta tell you i'm over 60 hours maybe i'm Ooh. i'm probably close to 80 maybe 100 hours at this point in the game nice. um and i am coming up to the ending but not quite there yet so the next episode i will have a pizza review score um for tears of the kingdom and uh spoiler alert it's going to be very high um (laughs) i have some criticisms there are some here let me get into some critiques um so you 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 unlock these powers throughout the game um and the way you activate them is by so you get hmm, how do i say this Uh, okay if you're if you're afraid of spoilers skip the next 30 seconds or so and I'll, i'll get through this really fast so get ready to skip uh, I'll give you like a second delay so you don't hear anything accidentally, but it's just going to be a short little 30 second spoiler. Mike, you don't care. You're not playing this game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't take those fingers out of your ears, sir. Um, but yeah, so you know, I'll give you 30 seconds starting now. So uh, you beat these dungeons and when you beat the dungeons or temples, you get these followers. You see there's four of them and they follow you around and you ha- they each have an, a special ability and you have to trigger them individually and uh uh you have to look for them and run up to them and hit the a button and then that triggers their ability and it's impossible to find them when you need them like they are just running around with their own little ai anyway that's my biggest criticism of the game right now Mm. um and hopefully Mm. that wasn't more than 30 seconds but uh uh, but yeah, so that's my biggest criticism of the game. We've been talking about it on our Discord, by the way, bit.ly slash Discord. Uh, Mike, Adam, and I all hang out there all the time. Um, yep. So if you miss Adam on this podcast right here, you can talk to him right now, probably, if you go to our Discord, bit.ly slash Discord. We've got different um, forum posts for a bunch of different games that are currently... Uh, 
you know, recently released or upcoming. Uh, you can chat about games. You can chat about uh, PC stuff. Um, you can chat about uh, you can share memes. You can post your artwork if you draw stuff and you want people to look at it and tell you how good you are you can post stuff there uh you can post music you're listening to movies you've watched whatever we just hang out there we talk about nerdy stuff so if you're interested in a community like that bit.ly slash sbfvgs discord um we've kind of scaled back our twitter presence a little bit lately which you may have noticed um twitter is not doing well it seems it might be on life support right now um our engagements on twitter have been at an all-time low so uh but our discord's is bopping we're bopping right along at a steady clip uh so yeah that's where the action is anyway enough about discord um tears of the kingdom really fun um but then the other game i've been playing at uh and Mm -hmm. i haven't had as much time to give to this one because i'm trying to beat tears of the kingdom first so i can dedicate all my time all my free time to this game uh which is diablo 4 and yeah. uh it's it's real fun though the bit the little bit i've played two of my neighbors also play and uh, every now and then i'll like make a big pitcher of margarita and give each of them a third of it and uh uh and we'll just like hop on together and start playing some diablo 4 um in our respective houses on our block it's really fun it's new york is crazy like where <laughs> i've never lived somewhere where I like play video games with my neighbors and like we make food for each other and like pass it along the block. It's so much fun. Um, anyway, uh, so we've been playing a bit of Diablo four together and, um, uh, you know, I've played a barbarian so far and, um, a little bit of, is it called an assassin? I'm not sure what the other class is. It's like, it's like the demon hunter was in Diablo three, but mm. I don't know what it's called in Diablo 4. I think it might be an assassin or maybe a... I think they kind of went with D&D classes, so maybe it's a... Um, a rogue. A rogue, yeah. It might be called a rogue. Um, and uh, anyway, um, I'm a really big fan of the Barbarian. Uh, I'm just, I just got her to level... I think level 25... Her name is Gluten. <laughs> we all, <laughs> all of our names, we picked, we picked names based on um, uh, things that people are allergic to. So I'm Gluten. We've got mm-hmm. Egg in there. We've got Peanut uh, and, um, oh, and Dust. So that's, that's our, that's our crew that we roll <laughs> together with. Um, and uh, also fun, funny story, the hilarious story. The reason I'm Gluten is because I think I might be allergic to Gluten. Ooh, I'm just discovering. No. Yeah, I not have the these, bread ain't uh, treating you right or what? The bread is really mean to me. And if I go a couple days without eating bread, all of a sudden I feel great inside. But yeah. then if I eat bread or pasta or cake or whatever, I feel real bad inside. So um, so that's a sad 42 year old development. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't I didn't think I was like, yeah, I'm not allergic to anything. It's great. I'm, I'm a young kid and I have not a care in the world. And now right. I might not ever be able to eat the very thing my review scores are based on anymore. Anyway, yeah. um, anyway, that's enough about my personal life. But um, <laughs> but Diablo Four, you know, gluten sucks. But Diablo Four, real fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I I can't wait to play more of the game. I've barely, I'm still not further than I was. I played the open beta. And yeah. um, I got further in that than I am in the story this time, oh, um, just because I've just not had a ton of free time. So 
Uh, looking forward to playing more of that. We have a clan, by the way. Um, I think if you search for SPF VGS, you'll find it. Um, <laughs> but our handle is trash, uh, which is kind of it's funny story. It's kind of the meta in the game. Uh, everyone's like you could um, you can uh, you can like choose like a little handle. So you have your 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 username. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but you also can choose like, you know, like glorious dancer or like you, you mm, choose two yes. words and put like a them banner together like yeah fabulous uh warrior or whatever like uh, and you put them together and everyone's choosing either trash or rubbish so i am actually uh rare rubbish is my like little extra name but then unbeknownst to us when we picked the sbf vgs clan for some reason i was like well sbf vgs doesn't fit so does trash and so i tried it and it worked but now I can't change it. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so I could change it, but we'd have to remake the entire clan and I just don't feel like it. So it's look for bad. the SPF VGS trash clan and, uh, and come and play video games with me. It'd be fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Diablo four, I'm looking forward to playing more and I'm sure I'll have more, more thoughts to share, um, next episode. So, now, uh, and as, that's it. That's what I've been playing at. Oh yes. As somebody who's not playing Diablo four, but play okay. a decent amount of Diablo three. What's kind of the biggest difference? What's what's, um, what's special about Diablo? Or is it is it just a new version of like the thing that you already loved? So I here's how I'll, how I'll describe it. So I originally when I started playing Diablo four, I was like, huh, this isn't that different from Diablo three. It even looks like Diablo three in my in my brain. Just the, my memory of Diablo right. three. I'm like, this feels like a Diablo like Diablo three. This looks like Diablo three. It doesn't really feel like a whole new game to me. But then after is, the beta, it's ended, like it's like DLC. At first, I thought that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We got a theme going here. Um but then I went back and played Diablo three for a little while because I missed Diablo four. And I'm like, oh, man, this feels like like the cheap mobile port of Diablo four, you know, mm. like like Diablo three, which was a full blown triple A release now feels like a like like a bare bones, like paired back version of Diablo four. So like big difference is that obviously the visuals are in, uh, insanely better. Um, mm -hmm. They look. Uh, and also they, they've kind of gone back to the Diablo 2 kind of darker, uh, more contrasty, more like like scary kind of visuals, which Diablo 3 was like really colorful. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, even even the models were kind of like in some ways, the models were kind of cutesy in a weird like de like demon way. <laughs> it's hard to explain, <laughs> but <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they, they, they were yeah. like they looked like arcade it wasn't so of these uh, characters it wasn't so grim dark yeah yeah it was a little less serious uh more fun they even had like a james james hung i think that's his name uh voiced a character um he's got like a really goofy kind of like voiceover style mm -hmm. um and and he uh he's in the game it's just it's just goofy uh and this game is just more serious more dour mm. more gory um but then also like so uh, like quality of life changes, the entire map is you can just run from one end of the map to the other in in uh, Diablo four, where you could not do that in Diablo three. It was a bunch of yeah, like sections areas. Yeah, yeah. Um, like obviously the dungeons are their own thing. Like you go down into a cave and that's a different thing. But the world other than that is just one giant open th map um, and it's gigantic, bigger than it's ever been before. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it launched with more classes. I think Diablo 3 only launched with four classes. I don't remember what they were. But uh, uh, here, I'll, I'll, you know, I'm going to do I'm going to look that up really quick. I'm going to confirm how many classes did Diablo (laughs) three have. This is real professional (laughs) podcasting. Um, There were five uh, from the start. Okay, so and then Diablo four, I think, has more than that. I put Diablo T instead of Diablo four. That's not how that works. Oh, there's only Mm -hmm. five. Okay. I'm wrong about that one. They're the same number, but it feels like more for some reason, maybe because I'm interested in more of them. Um, the Druid, I played that during the beta. That was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone in our Discord is playing as a Necromancer for some reason, <laughs> and they all love it. Um, Bunch so I'm looking forward to trying that out too. Yeah, they do. And you know, what's funny is that they look like edgelords. Like um, they have like the swoopy, like combed down hair. And oh my gosh. They look like, they look like every goth kid in high school's dream, like how they imagined they looked, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. So anyway, it's really fun. <laughs> the visuals are great. The 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 music is great. The art is great. Um, I don't know about the story yet because I'm not very far in it. But uh, mm. but but uh, some creepy cutscenes at the very least. Um, it's a season of creepiness, right? We had Diablo 4, or I'm sorry, we had Resident Evil 4 remake, we had mm-hmm. Dead Space remake, we had Callisto Protocol. Like, what's going on? Why is everyone so spooky this year? What's it's going not even on? Halloween. Like, not even it's Halloween. not even Halloween. It's like summertime. It's crazy. Um, anyway, Diablo 4. It's fun. <laughs> so, uh, Sounds Mike, fun. what have you been playing at Good I Sam? have been playing Street Fighter 6 and nothing but Street Fighter 6. <laughs> boring <laughs> i'm just kidding uh, I've, I've uh i haven't looked i i think i'm rounding the corner about 100 hours uh into what uh street fighters that that, that counts the time i spent in the betas uh, as oh, well but okay um yeah i've got quite a bit of time in uh the old street fighter 6 uh that's crazy playing a lot of ranked playing that world tour mode um learning new characters i've never played before it's it's a good time I'm, i i mean it's it is the most content-filled and most accessible fighting game I've ever played in my life. Uh, okay. So it is a fantastic time for people to jump in if they are even remotely interested in uh, in all the hype around Street Fighter Six. And I'm and I'm thrilled to hear it's doing so well. They crossed like a million players. Um, you know, it sounds to me like you're like you're talking about it like it's a gateway drug to other fighting games like uh, i mean like like you're an addict yourself and you're trying yeah. to hook others you're like the after school special villain <laughs> you know <laughs> i i think it's kind of true though because I, I, the problem with fighting games is they are sometimes like nigh impenetrable if you've not played a bunch of fighting mm. games before just trying to mm-hmm. jump into like you know if, if you just pick up like the newest king of fighters and hop online like just forget about it. It's not going to be a good time. <laughs> you get destroyed. Um, there's just there's a lot of history. There's there's a lot of like I think sometimes fighting game developers just kind of naturally assume that uh, the entire audience from the previous game is coming over with the new game, and sometimes mm-hmm. that's true. But I mean, it's not very you know conducive to bringing on new players and making them feel like you know that that they're having fun. Right? It, it's not. There's nothing wrong with losing, but if you lose every single match, 
and you're not even figuring out like why you're losing. You're just getting devastated. It's not fun. Right. Um, oh, absolutely. I'll, trust me, I've been there. <laughs> yeah. And Street Fighter Six is so much better about matching you with like players that are that are at your skill level uh, or doing like casual matches. There's a, a single player mode that has a story. The story's not like fantastic or anything, but it's a fun like open world mode you can run around and and uh, do a storyline. And it's like now that's sneakily, the mode you can create a character in, right? Yeah, and then you can actually take your created character uh, and bring them into the hub and actually fight other created characters with that uh, player. <laughs> and it's a bunch of monsters fighting each other. It's fantastic. I can't um, help but notice you haven't shown us your character, or maybe you put it in the channel that I don't look at. Did you put? Uh, did you post? No, your... I I could post it. Mine's not fun, like funny or, oh. or monstrous. My my kid was like with me when we made that character, so oh. like she wanted to make a pretty girl with mermaid hair, and so that's what I've got. Oh, I see. <laughs> I could so make. Are, one, are you gonna? Are you able to make more? Yeah. So you can. Not only can you make other characters, what you can do is actually create. Um, like visual presets and so you can take your built character with all of its experience and all of its moves and actually just fully completely change to a different body uh type like on <laughs> not quite on the fly there's like a place you can go to and you can go like your presets and like okay i'm done playing the pretty mermaid girl i'm gonna play this just monster with like huge <laughs> shoulders but tiny little t-rex arms that sounds perfect. Uh, it's fun. It's a it's a fun game. And, and now, the can single, you make presidents? Did it pass the president test? You know, I haven't tried yet. It, it's got a pretty robust character creator. Um, I, I think the problem is it's hard to find hairstyles that really sell a president. So you can really manipulate oh. face as well, but the mm -hmm. hairstyles there's not really any presidential hairstyles. We'll say. <laughs> you know, what you should look up. You should look up, you know, uh, they, they, there are people that have been using like AI to modernize what presidents would look like today. Mm -hmm. You should find like 2022 Abraham Lincoln and try to make that in Street <laughs> Fighter 6. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. Um, yes. Oh, my gosh. Now, again, for for backstory, Mike did this thing where he played Fallout 4 and all he did was use the character creator engine yep. uh, and he made a bunch of presidents and it was the best thing ever and I all I all I can do I just keep trying to get him to do something recreate that that lightning in a bottle because yeah. it was so much fun <laughs> it's it's hard to find games that have really robust character creators that kind of let you go that far um mm -hmm. Fallout 4 had a really good character creator so yeah um I'm looking forward to a couple of games that look like they'll have uh pretty robust character creators and and who knows if i'll do anything else but that <laughs> in those games right but yeah street, i'm gonna convince Fighter. you you know as bob is my witness i'm gonna convince you to do some character creation streams or at least a video because i think it would be really fun to watch <laughs> sure yeah that, that could be actually really fun uh yeah. but long story short street fighter uh, street fighter 6 is very very fun uh if you play the single player uh, it tries to sneak in lessons about how to play the game by like having enemies like flicker different colors at different times, which will actually teach you like how counters work or when the best time to throw is. And you can hmm. basically take the stuff you learn in single player uh, into the online world. There's also tons of modes, arcade modes. Uh, there's a bunch of Capcom arcade games that you can play. You can go and play Final Fight um, in a virtual oh. arcade. Um, it's a blast. It's a really fun game. So That's crazy. That is all I've been playing. Wow, that's that man. I mean, I got I got to say that's kind of high praise because normally you've been dominating this segment with like I played this game then I beat that game and I beat this game three times and then I yeah. did that and then I did this. And uh, this week it's uh, it's just just Street Fighter. So Everything it must else be is good. dead to me. <laughs>
that's right. You were saying there are no other games. Are there even other games right now? Because this game's out and that's all. There no, is. it's just this game for, you know, yeah. at least several months. This is the only game that, that's even out. Wow. I think. Yeah. Kind of yeah. like with me and Elden Ring when Elden Ring came out. I kind of te- Tears of the Kingdom, actually. Um, yeah. So. But yeah. Uh, well, I guess, you know, without any further ado, since that's what we've been playing at. I believe it's time to uh, get into something, uh, a little something I like to call the news. Wow, that was high. I got high that time. That was really high. Thank you. In a good way. um, A good high in a good way. (laughs) Sounds like we're talking about that after school special again. Mm -hmm. But uh, (laughs) so uh, if you're unfamiliar, we have a super best friends video game sleepover subreddit. Uh, which is reddit.com slash r slash sbfegs. You can head on over there to upvote or um, post, uh, submit uh, news stories that you would like us to talk about. Um, chances are very good if you post them in there that we will see them at the very least um, and good uh, likely that we will talk about them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so without any further ado, the first news story that we have for today. I should have picked this beforehand, but I didn't. <laughs> um, okay, here we go. This was a good one. Um, so speaking of Diablo 4, mm-hmm. uh, before, right before the game came out, um, there were some interviews that they did. They Some website, I can't remember what the website was. Um, oh, well, oh, it was a FGS. What is FGS? It was an FGS video. Um and they tweeted like a week before the interview, like saying, hey, fans, we're looking for questions for the oh. Diablo 4 developers. <laughs> um, oh, future game show. That's what it was. Uh, please submit your, your questions and we will show, you know, we'll have them answer them on the on the episode on the whatever on the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And uh, uh, so but the questions were like such softballs, mm-hmm. like uh, like here was one from Emma Rocks that says. The cutscenes in D4 are gorgeous. How important was it to get these as high quality as they are in the game? You know, like, oh, okay. sounds like a real person with real feelings about that game. (laughs) Here's another one from said D says DC Two. thanks for putting couch co-op in the game. I imagine this makes development significantly harder. Why was it so important to include this in Diablo (laughs) four? Like, man, it's just, they're just the most positive questions. And if you know anything about gamers online, you know, they're going to just complain. They're going to be like, why is it so stupid? You know, or, you know, where's, you know, where's this class? Bring it back now. You know? Um, (laughs) And uh, so anyway, people like right off the bat um like kotaku.com was like really suspicious like where where are these questions coming from and they looked up some of the usernames and they're like well this person only tweeted once 13 years ago um this person literally created their account today so like what's going on how how is this possible um and i think eventually it came to light that uh the future game show channel posted an update saying we messed up um, and they, uh, used like they, they had their own employees submit questions under pseudonyms for some reason. So, um, so they say, so they say, um, they're like, no, and... no, these, these were real questions. We just, I, I think what they said oh, at first is, is no, they're, they're real questions, but then we changed the usernames to give the askers anonymity. It's like, 
why? Right. That was one thing. But <laughs> why? Right. It's Twitter. You asked for questions on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's then they're like, oh, it, it, no, it was like internal. It, it was internal employees asked these questions. And like, they still don't sound like real questions. And uh, that still doesn't explain what, what was up with all these accounts getting created after the questions got asked. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's a bunch of bunch of hooey, <laughs> I say. A bunch of malarkey. Yeah, that's right. Um, so anyway, I don't know why they felt the need to do that. And also, more importantly, I don't know why they didn't think someone would try to check these question <laughs> sources you know like what do they not know how the internet works i'm just so confused um, i mean i i assume like i assume embarrassed panic right like they they put the call out <laughs> on twitter they're going to interview developers from diablo 4 the game that's coming out that's enormous and and they got nothing um mm -hmm. So instead of just being like, well, that didn't work out, uh, and, and you scrap that question segment and you just bring interview questions like a normal person would do, um, they right. decided to just make a bunch up uh, so that they wouldn't have to <laughs> say that no one answered their Twitter call. I don't know. Yeah, um, that's crazy. It was a weird, a weird decision to make. So I, I part so of weird. me wants to chalk that up to uh, not being malicious, but but just like panic. Um, but it was a bad idea, I'll tell you that. Yeah, real bad. Backfired right in their face. And I will tell you, uh, it, this is the SBF VGS guarantee. Every question that you will hear on tonight's episode was created by an actual human being. Uh, and we're going to give their real user handler, handle, but it's in Discord. So, you know, I don't know how, how much that matters. But How helpful that is. Uh, <laughs> we're not making up any questions here, folks. So, you know, that's the SBF VGS guarantee. <laughs> Um, you'll you'll know when when uh when we didn't get any responses to questions because we'll just skip that whole section yeah there just won't be like, oh, we're, just, we're not doing that one tonight tweets. don't worry about yeah. it <laughs> um anyway uh so there's that story next story uh this was actually announced um during the sony uh direct hmm. which was slightly before summer game fest yeah. uh kicked off um and uh it is ratchet and clank rift apart is coming mm -hmm. to pc on july 26th this feels yeah. pretty quick to me um some of these games not bad have taken like three years i think this one only took yeah. two it seems so um so that's cool i'm very curious uh some of the more recent playstation 5 ports have mm. been a little questionable like um um shader cache stutter like the Sackboy game had some like really bad shader caching stutter problems yeah the um, last of us and, uh pretty famously mm-hmm yeah it had really bad performance really weird glitches where they were just suddenly getting wetter and wetter during the cutscene, which was really weird <laughs> and fun that. to watch uh, <laughs> but uh uh but yeah like the optimization has not really been there and we don't it's not 100 percent clear why um the digital found the, the boys over at digital foundry they they sound like disappointed parents every time they mm -hmm. review one of these like ports because you know, they're, 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 they basically call them lazy ports because some of the stuff that happens, there are fixes for, especially in the games that use like Unreal Engine uh, 4. Like there are literal ways built into the game or into the engine to fix these problems. And for some reason, the developers or the porters never turn them on and it makes no sense. Uh, yeah. But what I'm what I'm very curious about is uh ratchet and clank rift apart like one the, the big selling point was like this game could never work 
on PS4 because of all the fast loading that we have to do where you're loading in entire yeah. other levels on the fly while you're playing the game, uh, which spoiler alert, lots of games have done for a very long time, starting all the way back with Jack and Daxter. So, you know, <laughs> um, uh, on the PS2. But anyway, um, I'm curious to see if the PC version will have any kind of crazy like loading stutter uh, especially in that opening sequence. Have, Mike, have you played this game? Oh, yeah, I, I, I platinum this one. Okay, yeah, so, like, the opening sequence, you're, like, opening portals and, like, jumping from world to world, and, mm -hmm. uh, like, it's just, like, a, a tour de force of, like, crazy loading and, um, uh, like, background stuff, and, um, I'm, I'm very curious. I, I, and I swear, if, if this game comes out and it's another bad port, like, <laughs> Sony's, Sony's got some work to do, so um but we we don't have to wait too long to find out just just about a month so yeah. yeah yeah this one should be interesting they they are using i can't remember the name of that what's the name of that studio they bought specifically for pc porting uh oh they bought a couple didn't they um is, yeah. it, is there a blue in the name um uh, no blue point studios i know you're talking about that they didn't do this one. Oh, this was okay. like nixus or something but anyway okay. they have a studio on on board they brought in just for this nixus yep nixus thank you uh, that's working on this and in addition to just porting it right they're trying to like like really ramp up like the ray tracing features they're doing like ultra wide support doing lots mm -hmm. of really cool stuff um so yeah fingers crossed this performs well because that's a great game um yeah so it is yeah. really good i've never really been a ratchet and clank fan i even played right the 2014 or 2016 one that came out like the remake of the, the remake first of the one. first yeah and and I, I only finished it because I was streaming through it and it was, I kind of felt like I was <laughs> promising people that I was going to finish it. Uh, but otherwise, I probably would have like stopped about halfway through. Yeah. Um, and so but this one, I couldn't put it down from start yeah. to finish. I, I was I loved it. So it was fun. Um, so, yeah, PC gamers rejoice. You are getting a good game as long as it's ported well. So. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, one last news story. Uh, this one's really big and it. Uh, it just happened. Um, and oh. it is, uh, oh man, where'd it go? Oh man, I had it and it's gone now. Um, oh, someone posted about it in our discord. Um, there we go. Uh, this is on APnews.com, <laughs> which is a, a rare, um, like we don't usually post from the AP news uh, associated right, press. Right. Uh, and it was actually submitted by, uh, BMAC. So he is a brand, he's a brand new newsman, top newsman. Um, oh, yeah. but it is, uh, uh, FTC sues to block Microsoft's takeover of video game maker Activision Blizzard. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, so th this is kind of a big deal. Um, Microsoft's been trying to buy Activision Blizzard for over a year now. It feels like, um, it's, they've yeah, announced been all kinds of deals to, uh, to try to like sweeten the deal. Like they, they made a deal with GeForce now, like we're going to put all our games on GeForce now too. See, aren't we so nice and friendly? Isn't this great? Um, but yeah, uh, you sound like you had something you were going to say, Mike. No, no, you're right. It, it was, it's been a long time and, uh, yeah, they're, they're starting to strike those deals, right? Trying to, uh, make it more palatable and seem less like a brutal monopoly. Um, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> this is kind of interesting because uh, some people are, are looking at this in a positive light for for the potential merger, because instead of 
you know, having to wait a long time to get this in front of the Trade Commission, this kind of just forces the issue straight to court. And uh, now mm. the FTC essentially has to make its case as to, like, why this merger shouldn't go through. And if their case is weak, it gives Microsoft a really good footing to to push this deal forward. Yeah, absolutely. And um, so uh, I, I, you know, I'm torn about what I personally want as a gamer. Like, do do I want Microsoft to actually succeed in being able to buy Activision? Because I know competition is good in the marketplace. Mm -hmm. um, and that's like the whole idea of capitalism, right? Like, you know, you need to have competitors in every space. And the more consolidation that happens, the less direct co competition is happening yep. in that space. Um, and so if Microsoft buys Activision Blizzard, that is uh, one of the biggest publishers uh, merging with one of the other biggest publishers right now. Um, so because, you know, Microsoft publishes Bethesda games and id games and um, oh, all the other all the people they bought uh, rare mm -hmm. games, they publish so many different games nowadays. Um and so does Activision. Like Activision's got Call of Duty, which is our, which is not even arguably is somehow still the biggest earning franchise uh, year to year, which I don't understand how, how, how can they keep making new Call of Duty games and how can they <laughs> keep being the top selling games of all time? It, it boggles my mind. I don't yeah. understand. I like I've, I liked a good Call of Duty here and there. But sure. I can't get excited about it every single year like some people do. It's crazy to me. But, yeah. um, you know, I'm not judging. Listen, I'm not judging. It's just <laughs> not for me. I want to play new stuff. Although I am the guy that plays Destiny 2 all the time. That's so true. So I don't, I, don't, I don't know how I can really talk. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Mike, how do you feel? Do you want Microsoft to buy Activision Blizzard or do you want this to, mm. to, to not happen? I mean, I think long term for the industry, I think it's better if they don't get this deal. I mean, that there's a lot of major publishers falling under Microsoft's umbrella. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, just just like I'm not all for, you know, not that, uh, you know, getting new Star Wars content isn't fun and getting new Marvel content isn't fun. But I don't really believe that Disney should just own everything. Right. That's that's right. In the long run, not going to prove very good for the entire entertainment industry. Um, mm -hmm. because they just, they, get to, they just get to dictate too much about how the industry performs at that point. Um, yeah, like movie theaters, for example. Now Disney has so much pull yeah. and their movies earn so much money that they Disney can just straight up say, hey, listen, you have to carry our movie in the biggest theater that you have for six weeks, even mm -hmm. though Disney knows that that is not it's not going to be the top earning movie for six weeks. They just want. Right. No other movie to be able to compete as well. So they want the biggest theater in every movie theater. Um, and that's rotten. But Disney can do it because otherwise Disney's like, all right, we won't. We just won't give you the movie. And people will go to other movie theaters to see our gigantic movie. So right. that's just rotten. But so, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and uh, you know, my reviews do not reflect the, uh, uh, the opinions and thoughts of any of the studios I've worked at or Walt Disney Studios or yeah. whatever. Because I, I work for Disney sometimes. I, I work on some of these Marvel <laughs> this properties. So It's not to single out you know. any particular company or any particular company is necessarily doing something really terrible. But it's mm -hmm. just any time you give one, one company just like 30, 40% of the entire industry, 
it mm-hmm. doesn't usually shake out in our favor as far as like nope. making games more affordable or uh you know working out well for the people who have to make games mm-hmm. um so yeah I, so my gut tells me it's probably better if it doesn't go through uh but my crystal ball says it's probably just a matter of time and it will yeah that it's likely and you know part you know though there is part of me that does want microsoft to get this because they have built up a ton of goodwill recently like um game pass very often the most um um the best deal in video games right now like especially if you have a, a a decent pc um or an xbox uh like they release all of their first party games day and date on Game Pass. So you don't have to spend 60 bucks. You could just spend 20 bucks and get a month of Game Pass um, yeah. and which they're just hoping you you don't cancel. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, so um, that's a great deal. And like all of their like they've become more friendly, uh, like they used to have a I think with the Xbox one, they were like, yeah, you put in the game. And then you get a license, but then you can never sell that game used anymore because you have the license and the license is now on your account. But hey, you don't need the disc anymore to play the game. You know, like remember that whole debacle. Mm -hmm. So people like they were very when they were on top, they were very consumer unfriendly. But now that they're sort of the underdog to Sony, they've been doing all these like really like positive um uh like like consumer friendly practices so i like want them to succeed again but the problem is once they get back on top like all good companies do they become anti-consumer and more uh more about their own bottom line so right um so yeah if so if microsoft gets activision and then that becomes the thing that puts them over the top and then they become the most successful company then i will eventually regret that they got activision uh, but also, I kind of want to see Bobby Kotick uh, 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 ousted. So that will only happen if Microsoft buys them, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. It's lose-lose, win-win, lose-lose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that's that. That's the news, guys. All right. Uh, we got it. We did there. We we did there. We got it. I was trying to say we did there. We <laughs> we. Oh, I still did. I did it again. He did. Oh, my gosh. I Listen, guys, I'm tired. <laughs> we did there and we got it. We got there and we did it is what I was trying to say. <laughs> wow. Wow. But yeah, so now, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. It is time for the part of the show where Mike struggles to read the tweets, except they're not tweets anymore. They're Discord messages. Yeah, there's got to be like a catchier phrase to use there, right? Like we got to be able to call these things something besides Discord messages. No, that's perfect. Oh, also, by the way, really quick before we get to that, we are doing a giveaway uh, in the middle of this episode. We're just minutes away from that giveaway. Uh, We'll we'll definitely mention it in the tweet uh, when we announce the, the episode, but uh yeah stay tuned uh just a couple minutes from now we're gonna be doing a giveaway so yeah anyways uh yeah get get back to struggling to read those tweets mike yeah for sure uh so we're gonna (laughs) split these i got uh, quite a few messages but we're gonna split these because some of these seem kind of uh centric to the topic that we're gonna discuss that's right just a little bit here But uh, the ones that don't directly tie into that, let me go ahead and drop you guys some questions. Uh, First one up is from our Discord uh, member, Ronan Kai, and he says, What is the greatest game ever made, and why is it Tears of the Kingdom? 
<laughs> oh, Ronan Kai. He has been one of the one of the blokes hanging out in our Discord, uh, in our Tears of the Kingdom forum. Um, just sharing crazy inventions he's made and uh you know his progress in the game and mm-hmm. you know funny videos he's found online and uh man i don't know if i would say tears of the kingdom is the greatest game ever made but it's it definitely is, not but it's way up there though uh it's definitely better than breath of the wild i should have said this in the in the part of the you know what what i'm playing at section but sure. um i do think that uh Tears of the Kingdom will be looked upon more fondly than Breath of the Wild in the future. Mm. Um, so, uh, so yeah, it. I mean, it's really good. Uh, Mike, what would you call the greatest game ever made, though? Uh, the greatest game ever made was Chrono Trigger. Oh wow, we're going yeah. we're going way back for that one. Okay, yeah. I was I was hoping you would say Street Fighter Six, but Street uh, Fighter Six is is the best Street Fighter game ever made. Uh, oh, wow. But- that's yeah. big because you have lots of nostalgia for the old ones, right? Yeah, yeah. I've I've yeah. played every Street Fighter uh, since I, you know, since Two World Warrior came out when I was a little kid. Um, and yeah, this is like hands down, I think, the most fun one to play. Wow. I mean, it's got that's a lot amazing. of advantages, right? Like, it's got all all that history to pull from, and it it's really good because it apes a lot of systems from the old games. Um, okay. So, you know, it, they've just kind of taken the best of everything um, and made it really fun. Cool. But no, um, Chrono, Chrono Trigger uh, came out, what, 1994? That is the best game ever made. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, cool. Well, I think we answered that question sort of. Sort of. Oh, no, I, I mean, didn't say what I what my favorite yeah, game what it, of all time yeah, you was. Yeah, you said it what it wasn't, but what is it? Um, I think uh, the best the best greatest game ever made was probably um, Super Mario World for me. Super uh, Mario World. Yeah, I love that game with all my heart. Mm. Yeah. I, Mike, mm. I know you don't agree. I just, I'm a big Mario fan. Uh, Super Mario Odyssey is very close behind it, though, in my heart as well. So. Wow. I know. It's weird. I, that is you weird. You might not know I'm a Mario guy. I freaking love Mario games. They they're the ones I always go back to. They're the well, only ones it, I play more than once. It, and that part doesn't surprise me. Like I I know you like Mario games. I guess I just had not keyed into how much you like Mario games. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. I, I it changes every now and then. Sometimes I'm like, no, you know what, Super Mario three. But um, right yeah, now I'm a I'm a Super Mario favorite- World guy. Like favorite things are 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 difficult, right? Because they do kind of shift with time and your mood, and mm-hmm. you know. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I feel like it's important to have a staple of of at least one answer. It's always on the tip of your tongue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that that definitely. I mean, Destiny Two is even another one up there because, but that one is less because of the game, but and more because of the friendships that I've made through mm. Destiny Two, which is crazy. Uh, but like ultimate kills and dead words in our discord are friends yeah. for life because of destiny too. So that's really cool to me. Um, but that is th- cool. not as much related to the game. It's just more. I'm thankful for the game uh, fostering that friendship, if you yeah. will. So. All right. We have another tears. Of the kingdom question here from dead words on discord. Oh, so speak of the devil. I was just yeah. talking about him. Um, and it's, the question is, is tears of the kingdom too big? slash too long that's what she said i'm sorry i had to had to do it 
<laughs> so we have to to explain this. Uh, that is a in our Discord we have like a, an emote that's that that's Michael Scott, and it's basically to imply that's what she said. And three people reacted to to that one with that's what she said. I, so. I like this world you live in where you can say things like that's what she said, and you think no one's gonna get it. Oh, what do you mean no one's gonna get it? I know I want everyone to get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh you oh i see what you're saying because i explained it gotcha yes. anyway it's i'm late it's i i'm tired it's late I'm a sleepy that, that's, guy. I, i'm a sleepy boy so, um so you've been playing a lot i haven't played this game at all so i don't have a strong opinion on this at all um mm -hmm. what do you think you spent what you say like oh 80 to 100 hours in this thing you've almost beaten it how do you feel almost beaten it how do you um, feel the pacing has been for you yeah i don't want to get too deep into this because i feel like this might be a good topic Okay. Um, okay. Especially if we can get Adam to to join us because oh he's playing the game right now too. Um, but Adam also posted a question similar to this in the Tears of the Kingdom forum, where he was like, "Some guy was complaining because the game is just too big and it's taken him too much time, and he's ready to put it aside and play something else, but he's not done with the game yet." And to me, yeah. that sounds like someone complaining because their belly's too full because there was too much food at the buffet they went to. You know, like you don't have to eat all of the buffet food. You can you don't have to eat everything there. You yeah. you just eat what you want and then you're done. You know, like, and, you know, so. Um, yeah, I, I do get that sense of like. Not getting the satisfaction of like rolling the credits on something and say, oh, OK, OK, I saw the beginning and the middle and the end of what this had to mm -hmm. offer and maybe there's a bunch of stuff like side quest stuff you didn't do and maybe you'll come back and do it someday but you've you've seen like the meat of the game like you're mm -hmm. you're satisfied and you can now put it aside uh, as and opposed to like well i put 40 to do i put 40 hours into it and yeah there's probably a ganon in this game but uh i moved on <laughs> i haven't seen him yeah. I, I could see how that would leave you with like a less than satisfied like review of that game Mm -hmm. But you don't have to play it that way. You can you can beat the game earlier than 80 hours, 100 hours. I'm just letting myself get distracted by everything sure. I see. And I'm taking it in increments instead. It's like for me. The metaphor breaks down a little bit because I only pay for the game once. But for me, it's more like I went to the buffet once and I got mm -hmm. these things and I really liked it. And then, you know, I, I can't play in binge sessions. So like I have, you know, a couple hours here, maybe a day to play it here. Um, but, um, but so like I go and I pull and I, I get some food at the buffet and I like mm -hmm. it. And then I, you know, take a break and then I come back and I get a little more food at the buffet and I leave and then I, you know, and then eventually I finish it. But some, but you don't have to do every shrine and every shiny thing you see to beat Zelda tears of the kingdom. It might be just a little bit harder, but not much harder. Um, as long as you have um, two stamina wheels and, you know, just a decent amount of hearts, um, then you can just beat the game like I, the like the way I'm playing it. I have a whole row of hearts and then more hearts below it. And I have almost three full stamina wheels at this point. Mm -hmm. uh, the game is incredibly easy to me now. You know, like I, um, I, I've killed so many enemies that the game is dropping really high level weapons every time I kill an, like any mob. Uh, and so like the game is just easy and like I just you know I did a big story thing the last time I played and it, it, <laughs> I got the sense it was supposed to be tough but for me it was like the easiest thing I've done in the game so far so um, so in some ways if you play the game like you have to do it all 
um, then you're actually making the game too easy for yourself. Sure. Uh, so, um, yeah. And also, uh, what I've learned is the game, when you beat it, it's not like, you know, you, you reach a, a point of no return and then you can't do anything else after, um, the game just keeps on going after you beat the game. Um, yeah. and you can do the rest of the stuff that you didn't get to before you beat it. So if you, if you just want a shorter, like 40 hour session with tears of the kingdom, I think, I think that's possible. Um, Okay. So anyway, that, that 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 was I got way more into that than I was planning on That's because okay. I I think it would be a good topic, but I just gave away all my beans uh, uh, now. So we'll we'll distract people really quickly. I'm not playing that game. So uh, sticking with your buffet analogy, what's the worst chain buffet? A uh, golden corral, right? Golden corral. Yeah, it's pretty bad, huh? Yeah. Do you I have think a so. go? Do you have a go-to terrible? Like you know it's bad, but you'd go there anyway. <laughs> CC's. <laughs> I was gonna say CC's like your pizza's like not very good, but I can have as CeCe's much as like it can worst. eat for twelve bucks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Every now and then I drive down to see my parents in North Carolina and I pass a CC's like like uh billboard and I'm like Yeah, and you're stop. like, oh I've got I've got fifteen dollars in my pocket and a stomach ache in my future. that's funny oh um, um, okay let's see here what else what else we got what else we got um i've got a weird one from adam i don't know if you want to do oh, this oh boy yeah i think i know what you're talking about <laughs> um let's do it okay mr adam redding wrote in and said <laughs> i'd love to hear arnie impersonating christopher walken impersonating <laughs> owen wilson please <laughs> Arnie impersonating Christopher Walken impersonating Owen Wilson. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So you're going to have to do like Arnie trying to capture the cadence of Christopher Walken's voice doing like little Owen Wilson like bad I think quotes. I got this. All right. All right. Let me hear it. Are you ready? I'm, I'm counting down. Wow. That's it. That's the whole impression. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh. It sounds Just one like word. it sounds like Arnie choking on rocks. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's All right. the impression. I think I, I love nailed it. it. I love yeah. it. I got one <laughs> last question on here. That's uh, that's a pretty great question. It's probably something worth a top call in itself. But hey, mm -hmm. it was a question asked, and it's going to be a question answered. Oh um, man, I know what this one is too. Oh, this is going to be tough. Okay, be tough. Uh, Vegas Mel wrote in and said a year ago or so, everyone was up in arms because of the bad behavior from Blizzard executives. But now all seems to be forgotten about that with the release of Diablo 4. Is the way out of bad situations just to release a good game? <laughs> Sometimes it feels like that way, doesn't it? Um, we were all up in arms, not buying any more Blizzard games. No, no, yeah. not till Bobby's out the door. And then they, they said, well, Diablo 4 is coming out. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I'm not going to not buy it. You know, like my hands are tied. I have I to buy that game. Um, no, no, you're right, though. It's a very um, I, th I was thinking about it, too. Um, so, first of all, I think most of the boycotts that we hear about are mostly loud people not actually following through with that. Like, I bet if you look at. You know, I don't want to get too controversial, but if you like Target was recently boycotted by a group mm -hmm. of people, 
Um, Cracker Barrel was recently boycotted by a group of people. I guarantee you, if you look at their financials, you would barely see any difference in in their bottom line. uh, Reddit. Reddit is being boycotted as we speak. That's true, but it's easier to boycott (laughs) online things because, you, you know, you don't you don't get a delicious pancake if you go to Reddit, but you do get a delicious pancake or shall I say hot cake if you go to mm. Cracker Barrel. So I'll take you know your word I mean? for it. And you're not going to get those fancy believe uh, 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 like wooden decorations that that some people like to put in their homes if you're not yeah. going to Target. You know what I mean? Where are you going to get simplify? You know, where are you going to get that if you're not at Target? You know, we can what go I mean? to Hobby Lobby. There's no problems there, right? Do they have simple? <laughs> do you have simplify? <laughs> do you have simplify at Hobby Lobby though? I've only no ever idea. seen it at Target. So, how are you going to simplify anyway? Um, <laughs> so, all I'm saying is, uh, I do think voting with your dollar is an important thing. Um, mm-hmm. But also, what what changed my mind? So, I was originally going to boycott Blizzard games. Um, um, because of the bad treatment uh, of their employees, but um, I heard I back when Twitter was still active, <laughs> I saw developers say like, "Hey, listen, you can do that," uh, but I will say there are good people that work at Blizzard, and if Blizzard's money starts going down, it's not the executives that need to be let go that are going to lose their job. It's the pe- the people that are working their booty off trying to get mm-hmm. good games made. That are going to lose their jobs. So you're really not hurting Bobby Kotick. You're hurting, you know, the little person who did Tracer's animation sure. in Overwatch 2. Or, you know, like like um, the the assistant sound designer who is just trying to make cool sound effects, you know. Um, so that kind of changed my heart a little bit. Like, yeah, I don't know what the solution is, but... Um, I, I, I don't know if it's boycotting. I don't know. Mm. I don't. I'm mm. not. I'm also not smart enough to know. Hey, if one of you out there is listening right now and you've got a really good argument that's like, no, you should still boycott uh, based on what I said. Please tell me uh, you can find yeah. me on Discord. You can find me on Twitter. <laughs> uh, I would love to talk about it. I, I don't want to. I'm not going to fight you about it. I'm just going to be like, oh, thank you for sharing, you know. So um, anyway, I, I am me, curious. Let me hit you with this. OK, you got something. All right. Because I didn't I didn't buy Diablo 4. Right. But you also don't like Blizzard very much? Well, here's the thing. They're bad games made by bad people. So, <laughs> end of story. Wow. I, I mean, I'm having fun with Diablo 4. Yeah. But also, I like Destiny, and you think that's a bad game. So, you know. Yeah, but is it made by <laughs> bad people? I, I'm not sure. I don't know who made Destiny. I can guarantee uh, you that Diablo 4 is made by people who do harm. Mm, I, intentionally I, everybody who works mm, there they choose to work there and they love everybody? hurting other people everybody from the ground up <laughs> the people who mop the floors are probably kind of racist evil. Is, is this because the game's called diablo yeah is that <laughs> it's, the, it's the devil's game we all know it I, it took me so long to realize you were kidding i was like mike what <laughs> You know how people choose to be employed uh, by bad employers and they just stay around and it's their fault? That that's that makes that's them where I'm bad. going with that. <laughs> yeah, it makes them bad too. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. That's a complicated oh, question, right? Um, impeccable logic, sir. Because <laughs> because because you're right. It's like, well, 
if you do nothing, right, the executives know, like, well, people aren't going to do anything. They keep buying the game, so carry on, yeah. business as usual. Um, but at the same time, you're right. Like, if you boycott, then, you know, maybe an executive here or there gets replaced, but more, you know, line workers are the ones going to feel it first. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure it feels pretty terrible to, like, spend years and years and years working on something and then have something come out and like, oh, man, no one's going to want to play my game that I worked so hard on. Yeah, um, exactly. Uh, I, I don't I don't know people just do whatever you want I don't care yeah like that's I my mean, answer <laughs> I don't we could do it with musicians we could do it with actors we can do it with well you know, I would say it's a little easier with individuals right um, yeah it is if, and that's where I was going with that yeah yeah when in those cases it's really hard with with like okay well <laughs> the tippy top people are pretty, pretty rough but there's thousands of people that work there mm-hmm um, yeah why don't they just get different jobs, David? Why don't they just get different jobs? Why don't you get a different job, Mike? You're busy all the time. <laughs> I am busy all the time. It's true. So, uh, so yeah. Anyway, we solved nothing. But also, I don't know if you really expected us to, Vegas Mel. So Not only so do we solve go. things, we might have made it a little worse. <laughs> someone got halfway through that rant and did not catch the sarcasm it was like oh man i can't listen to these guys ever again i know these guys mike's the canceled <laughs> <laughs> oh no i'll never get on twitter again <laughs> david tell me what we're selling this week oh my goodness is it time for the part of the show where we sell you things Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, joke's on you. We're not selling you anything this week. In fact, we are doing a giveaway (gasps) instead. Yeah, can you believe it? Now, I I love giveaways. Can I enter? uh, No, I'm sorry. You're not eligible. Uh, You are in SBFEGS. Also, Adam, you can't enter either, sir. You might not be on this episode, but you're still an SBFEGS co-host in my heart. So I'm sorry. You can't (laughs) enter this, Adam. Disqualified. Um, yeah, disqualified. Uh, maybe if you come back on the show, we can talk about it. <laughs> Bribery. <clears throat> but, I like it. Uh, I will say this giveaway is brought to you by Patreon. Oh, so yeah. if you head on over to patreon.com slash SBFEGS, this money's coming directly out of uh, money that the generous people there have uh, donated already. Um, we don't need you to donate money there. Um, you know, we're not doing most of the things on our Patreon uh, that's listed there. Um, but if you love this show and you're feeling generous and you were like, what, well, how, what do I do? You can go to patreon.com slash SBFEGS. Um, <clears throat> we also stream on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash SBFEGS. That's me. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not streamed a lot lately. Once it, when it gets nice out in New York city, it's really hard. You spend six months cooped up inside in the winter. And when it's cold out, and then when it's nice for those three months or, you know, four months in the city, it's hard to stay inside. Um, so I, my, my streaming schedule will be a little bit up in the air in the summertime, uh, but it'll come back. Don't worry. 
Don't yeah. worry. Don't worry your pretty head about it. We'll be back streaming <laughs> uh, on twitch.tv slash SBFVGS. Um, but yeah, anyway, today's giveaway, folks. Uh, we're either going to give away a copy of Tears of the Kingdom for the uh-huh. Nintendo Switch um, or uh, Street Fighter VI um, for yeah. the system of your choice. Um, and all you have to do, first of all, you have to be a resident of the United States of America. I'm sorry, overseas listeners. I'm sorry, Fed, you know. I'm sorry, uh, uh, Tom Titus Hughes. I'm so sorry, buddy. Um, but it's, it's, we don't know. <laughs> it's just really hard to get. It's a uh, real, real nightmare trying to get yeah. things overseas. <laughs> we've tried it before and we've ended up just having to send them money and hope that everything's okay. So, uh, so yeah, it, it, it we were just going to send a physical version of these game, one of these games to whoever wins. Uh, and we're going to randomly select this person's name with a random number generator. However, that works. We'll, we'll, I will find a neutral site, put all the names in, and pick one randomly that way. Um, and all you have to do is email us. Um, since we're not really twi- tweeting anymore these days, email <laughs> us at info at sbfvgs.com. That, that email address again is info at sbfvgs.com. And uh, tell us if Tears of the Kingdom is a better game Ooh. or Street Fighter 6 is a better game. I know That's which one it. I'd pick. You're going to just you're going to participate in our poll while entering to win this game. Um, and then also email. So it, you could just make that the subject if you want. You can either say Tears of the Kingdom or Street Fighter 6. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can do it. I mean, I'm going to be reading them, so you can do whatever you want. But that would be awesome for me if you just put it in the subject. Um, and then in the maybe in the body, you can just say whether you prefer Tears of the Kingdom or Street Fighter VI. Uh, and we will email you back if you win. And also we'll announce you on the podcast as well. So yeah. you've if got... If you select Street Fighter VI, go ahead and include your platform of choice. Exactly. Yes. Thank you. Um and uh, yeah, we will give you a physical copy unless you want a Steam version, which then I think we can just give you a code. But um, but yeah, so uh, you have until our next episode comes out, whatever that is, um, <laughs> to enter. Um, and yeah, no purchase necessary, none of that stuff. Just just email us. Yeah, uh, info at sbfvgs.com. So I nice. uh, can't wait to hear from you guys. There was madness in any direction. And now it's time for Topics, the meat and potato proper. Nice. Um, and now it's funny. I didn't even bother writing uh, the topic out. Usually <laughs> I like write a little preamble like, hey, so it's this time and we do this and it's fad, blah, 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 blah. What do you think about that? Uh, but really, we're we're just talking about Summer Game Fest 2023. Um, E3 yeah. is dead. Mm-hmm. Long live E3. Uh, Summer Game yeah, Fest yeah, yeah, yeah. is the new hotness. Uh, we love Jeff Keeley. I think I think yeah, Jeff Keeley is uh, is really fun. It's he's I actually think I actually think he's more fun when he's interviewing someone not on his own stage because mm-hmm. uh, when he's on his own stage, he's like there. 
he wants them to come back so he's not going to like ask them questions and try to like trick trip them up but if you ever hear jeff Keeley doing an interview like not for his own corporation he will like like he has famous uh interviews with reggie fils from nintendo where he's just trying to get reggie to slip up and and admit something like yeah so the new metroid's uh delayed right and he like oh sorry jeff we haven't announced that yet you know like he he just like the way he phrases things he's like trying to trick them into giving him a scoop and it's really fun anyway that's why i love jeff Keeley. but uh his summer game fest was really fun this year um it was you know they they announced a ton of games had some cool trailers um but also the season in general is still kind of like e3 season where you still have the ubisoft conference and you have the um microsoft Next. conference yep. uh and the sony direct was a little bit earlier but still kind of in the same window we don't know if nintendo's doing one yet but we really really hope so um and uh and yeah so um i thought we would talk about uh the three games that we are the most uh anticipating that they don't have to have been announced at this show but that they featured in this this season of game announcements and trailers um, and also, I believe we have some tweets to to bring in as well. So yeah. I hope you want to do that, Mike. Yeah, maybe we'll kind of try to naturally integrate these. Uh, okay. So we'll start with this one because I think this kicks things off kind of where I was going to go anyway. Um, okay. And that is a message from NTFTT Pod over on Discord, oh. uh, who said, "I am most excited for Mortal Kombat One. The new gameplay for the fighting engine looks awesome." And it was cool they invited uh, sorry that they invited big fighting game competitors like Sonic Fox and Justin Wong to come play the game. Uh, those are like fighting game community like oh. tentpole like streamers like really really oh, okay. famous people in in those uh, circles. Um, they released a technical breakdown uh, video on YouTube, and it's pretty amazing how fun the comboing system looks. I just hope they don't screw it up with their DLC. Well, so. <laughs> Here's the upside or downside, depending on how you want to look at this. I'm fairly certain that Amazon, like Italy, um, accidentally leaked the entire first year of DLC content for Mortal Kombat 1. So oh you can my just, gosh. You can just Google it and find out exactly what you're getting if you want oh, to do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's not the first time they've done that. but uh, <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Mortal Kombat 1, it looks fantastic. Um I don't know. It's definitely on my list of anticipated games of the top three I would pick um, because it looks really, really good. And I'm not really a Mortal Kombat guy. I love fighting games, but uh, Mortal Kombat, especially some of the more recent entries, have felt kind of very stiff. Um, mm. They're great games, like Injustice is in that same vein. They're fun, um, but I, I don't tend to play them as long or as seriously as something like Street Fighter. Um, oh interesting okay and this one looks interesting enough that i might really yeah i might really try to get into this one oh okay i mean my, my favorite thing we were watching uh, we did did some like live reactions on our discord like mm-hmm. uh in our forum just like you know watching the the announcements and stuff and the the funniest thing to me was like you know you've got these two you know really cool looking people like fighting each other and every now and then someone will just run in really fast from off the screen and like do a couple punches and then run back off the screen again uh, and it was <laughs> yeah. so distracting to me and looked really funny <laughs> to me just like you know like hey come on get in here uh, johnny cage and he just runs in and punches a couple times and he just backs up again and he's gone and <laughs> just i don't know it was something there's something comical looking about it to me no, but yeah. 
it's an interesting you know, system, right? Where you can like call in an assist um, mm-hmm. to do different things. And yeah, it, it looks a little weird. Uh, <laughs> it's, why don't they just help the whole time? What, what are they doing? <laughs> are the rules, do the rules specifically say you can only punch three times and then you must leave the arena? You know, like that's such a weird rule. <laughs> like, like, I know we're trying to kill each other, but fair is fair. Don't go overboard. <laughs> and then and then we got to the part of the uh, announcement or, or whatever trailer where mm. they're like, and fatalities are back. And then it's just like an, a minute straight of the most disgusting murders you've ever <laughs> seen in your life. And <laughs> like people ripping spines out of bodies and like yeah. dangling. the Oh, it was so I just started feeling sick to my stomach. Like, yeah. oh, it's so gross. I, I will admit that with the more recent Mortal Kombat's and, and the higher graphical fidelity, the mm-hmm. less interesting I find fatalities to be, they're just kind of really gross. <laughs> it's so gross. <laughs> they're real gross. It's like, um, hey, let let me play a game that reminds me that I'm made out of meat real quick. Let me just yeah. go play a game that just lets me think about all of my internal organs and <laughs> my lungs and my heart. You know, I just want to see what those ribs look like real quick. You know, <laughs> it's just so weird. It's real weird. Uh, yeah. I, I think the game looks gorgeous. Um it looks like it could be fun to play. I don't know if I can stomach all the really, you know, really gory stuff, but uh, yeah, we'll see. I'll, I'll give it a little, I'll give it the old college try. Okay, cool. Um, so uh, I, I'm going to list them in, in order. You don't have to do this, but I'm going to list them in, in order of least to most excited about games. Um, so my first okay. game that okay. I want to talk about. Um, is actually not a full game. It actually is DLC to keep that theme going. Oh, oh, oh. Um, the cyberpunk 2077 phantom liberty expansion really yeah it looks really interesting and cool to me so first of all a little backstory on my experience with cyberpunk i really liked it at launch i Mm -hmm. I was playing it on pc uh i had a happened to have a pc that was powerful enough to play it at 60 fps um basically start to finish um and uh even toward the end i had a 3090 and i could turn on ray tracing and still have it at 60 fps which was really cool if there are there still aren't very many games that i can run with like full ray tracing turned on and still get decent fps but cyberpunk is one of them uh maybe not the new crazy turbo mode that they have but um but yeah so um i uh i have not touched the game since like a month or two after launch um but from what i hear they have been patching the crap out of that game. Just so it kind of launched in a buggy state. Uh, one of my favorite streamers, uh, Vinny Vine Sauce, uh, he famously was amazing at finding bugs, like really entertaining bugs while he was playing through the game. And he, he had this one sushi vendor that didn't actually sell any sushi, but she would talk <laughs> about selling sushi. And he, he just tormented her nonstop, like in really weird ways, like backing cars in and seeing like if he could make the model, like, you know, do weird, like twisty shapes and stuff. It was, it was hilarious. But anyway, um, <clears throat> uh, uh, eventually all of the things he discovered got patched out, for example, while he was playing the game. Um, and, um, like by all accounts, they've improved some systems. Um, and, uh, I feel like a lot of players that played the game and maybe were a little disappointed. And then they're like, they hear about this DLC and they hop back in, they might find it to be more fun, uh, Mm. because just less buggy, more, 
you know, complete from start to finish. But then also now that the engine is like built out, I'm very curious to see because CD Projekt Red is known for telling good stories in their games. And so I'm just wondering if this expansion is finally going to give a CD Projekt Red quality story Mm -hmm. Um, now that they've had all the systems fixed and built out, they're not scrambling to just make the game work anymore. You know, they just had time to build this from the ground up with a working engine. Um, uh, and you know, Keanu Reeves is back. Who doesn't love Keanu Reeves? Uh, although he doesn't say (laughs) he's, was it you that said he sounds like he's like recording it in a closet somewhere? Like, uh, the audio quality was real weird on, on his one or two lines that he had in the trailer. Yeah, Uh, but then also... Also, Idris Elba is is in the game as like yeah. a main character, and that's cool and interesting. Who doesn't love Idris Elba? So everyone loves you got him. Keanu Reeves. Everyone loves him. You got Idris Elba. Everyone loves him. So um, that's interesting. Uh, and then finally, I'm like really curious about um, in the trailer. V's like V is your main character, and they say something like uh, Johnny, I'm dying, you know. And I'm like, wait, when does this take place in the story? Uh, and how does it address the ending I got? You know, like, are they just going to, is this going to assume it's before that or is it after that? I don't know. But uh, inter- just an interesting idea. And uh, I think, you know, first of all, the fact that this is a DLC and it's one of the things I'm most excited about. I'm, <laughs> I have not been super blown away by Summer Game Fest this year. There's not been a ton of uh of games that i'm just like oh i can't wait for that one i don't I, I think they we've had so many amazing games come out in this last like three or four month period that i'm i'm a little bit numb i think to like it, it takes a lot for a game to hype me up these days sure so, sure um well and, and, so yeah. and some of these things we hear about so early right that mm-hmm. um you know a lot of these games are are you know will premiere announcements and some are just like, Hey, here's new information on something that you definitely already knew was coming. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- those definitely hit differently, I think. Yeah. And I mean, we've known about Phantom Liberty coming, uh, and we've known about like Starfield coming and we knew about the Ubisoft open world star Wars game. You know, we knew about all these things. We knew about the upcoming uh, avatar game. Um, but you know, now we're we're seeing a lot of them for the first time, uh, and like this is our first real look into Phantom Liberty, and I, I was genuinely like I was gripped by the trailer. I I, I watched the whole thing, and you know, uh, yeah, I watch these kind of while I'm working, and so it's only if a game if like the if it's if it's really interesting that I will watch the whole thing. So sure, um, so yeah, um, that's that's my first pick. Okay. Um, moving on to another pick, I would say th- there's quite a few that were kind of like vying for second place for me. I think I landed on, um, Banisher's Ghosts of New Eden. Uh, this is a, yeah, kind of like, uh, witchery, uh, third person action game, um, from, uh, from Don't Nod, the folks that made uh, Life is Strange. Uh, and I think that's probably oh. why I'm so intrigued by it is because it looks very action heavy uh, from a studio yeah, that is not know known for making like actiony games. Yeah. So, uh, but they have very strong storytelling roots, right? And so I'm very, mm-hmm. very uh, interested to see where this kind of lands. The premise seems really interesting about you know a, uh, a husband sort of wife uh, combination. The wife seems to have been killed by some, you know, 
some kind of undead monster thing, and so she's sticking around, and you guys are just <laughs> touring the countryside, banishing monsters, looking for the one that did her in. Um, wow, that is interesting. I it somehow looks I missed this. What? What? When? Where was this shown? Oh, uh, this was at. Uh, I mean, we saw a teaser for this uh, last year, but okay. I think uh, I think the first gameplay trailer was revealed at uh, Summer Game Fest. Oh, okay. Somehow I missed this one. That's crazy. Yeah, there um, there was a portion of that conference you and I like we had like mute because we were like trying to work at the same oh, time. What's going that's on? True. Yeah. So there's quite a few that I had to like, circle back and go back and rewatch them. And yeah, that was one of the ones that came across that I had missed yeah. first time around. It looks interesting. Yeah, it does. That's cool. Um, how about are there any more messages we can uh, weave in? Yeah, now? we could dip uh, into a we could dip into a message here. Uh, so Lord Azucor wrote it and said, "Personally, mm -hmm. I'm waiting for the inevitable Nintendo Direct this month uh, to see what I'm going to be hyped for. Uh, I'll get around to Spider-Man Two at some point, but I need to play Miles first. Uh, right now, it's still all about Tears of the Kingdom. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a that's valid. Tears of the Kingdom is yeah. gigantic. You could play that game." for months still and be fine uh, in spider-man 2 i'm insanely excited for i just i didn't mention it because that's for me that's like one of those games like we already knew spider-man mm -hmm. 2 was coming and it was coming this year uh we got to see new gameplay of it which i kind of actually wish i hadn't watched um because it does look really fun and i'd rather just experience everything in oh, that game yeah. for the first time so um, it felt like that gameplay trailer that was in the Sony Direct was just endless. Like it was, <laughs> it was way. Just, I kept expecting just to be like a little teaser, and it kept going. Yeah, it just showed so. Like I got such a sense of what I don't want to spoil it, but sure, like, sure. Spider Man yeah. is like what Miles is like, what it's like yeah. working together with them, all that stuff. Like I, I, I know too much now, and um, yeah, I kind of wish I, I, I didn't know that. But then, but then Summer Game Fest came along, and then there was more to talk about with Spider Man too. So sure, um, that's crazy. But yeah, that that game is gonna be great. Um, it's gonna be great. I, I, yeah. I don't have to get hyped about it, right? I already know it's gonna be a solid game. I'm gonna love it. Mm -hmm. um, I'll just wait for it to come out. Yeah. Um, we got a message from Fed. Oh, oh yes, and it's not asking to talk to Arnold Schwarzenegger. I <laughs> not this time. Was, Adam covered that for you. He actually wanted to talk to me. That makes me happy. Hi, yeah. Fed. Hi. Fed's, I, no, this was a callback to the last episode, by the way. Yep. I, I, yeah, okay. <laughs> Fed said so many games on Hype for this year. Uh, top of the list is Final Fantasy 16. That's out, I don't know, maybe by the time that this episode comes oh, out. it out really soon? It comes out really, really out. soon. The demo yeah. came out today. I want to say the game comes out like within two weeks. Um, wow, that's crazy. It's, re it's really soon. Um, so that's crazy. I'll play that demo tonight. I haven't played it yet. Okay. Uh, may, well, maybe I say I'll play it tonight, but I'll probably play Street Fighter Six. Um, <laughs> this was one I missed. I'm gonna have to go find this game because he said. Then there's Fantasy Life I, a sequel to a 3DS game that is legitimately one of my favorite games of all time. I have no idea what that is. If that was a thing that got talked about at Summer Games Fest, I missed it. Oh, uh, the girl who steals time is the subtitle. Apparently, that sounds like a cool uh, subtitle. Yeah, it it. I I don't know anything about it. I don't know it. what that it is. It looks a little bit like Animal Crossing. Um oh, maybe there's maybe it's like Animal Crossing meets Monster Hunter. I I could see that oh, being weird. pretty fun. Okay. Um it kind of that's what it looks like anyway. Uh build your own city and go on adventures on a new island. That sounds like Animal Crossing. Yeah. Uh explore the island with whatever life occupation suits you. That's interesting. Um cool. Yeah, I mean it yeah, it sounds like a chill Animal Crossing-esque 
game. I know Fed and I crossed paths in uh, Animal Crossing. Uh, I think it's New Leaf, the the, the Switch one. Um, and uh, you know, it, I love a I love a chill hanging game. Um, yeah. So, and then also, is Ever Crisis the game that he mentioned? Is that he the mentioned mobile? Ever Crisis? That's the Final Fantasy mobile game. Um, which I don't know, man. The Square Enix mobile offerings have been pretty pretty rough in the past. Maybe this will be much better. Uh, yeah, like they but, had that 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 uh, what is that called? Um, that uh, like you drop in and you kill people. Battle Royale. They had that like Final Fantasy Battle yeah. Royale game. I feel like, and that yeah. got canceled pretty quick. Pretty but this quick. one's a sequel to Final Fantasy VII. I well, believe. I wouldn't say it's a sequel. Okay. Because there was stuff in there that that uh, deals more with like Crisis Core, which is like a prequel uh oh. to ff7 uh the ff7 universe is is hyper complicated like i said really <laughs> out, outside of the actual final fantasy 7 game and remake i try to just ignore all the other content that's out there because <laughs> my my opinion it's not very good um oh. but <laughs> people well, love I hope it Fed wasn't listening too closely to that i mean people love it right and, and you are allowed to love those things they're just they're not for me uh advent children is also a terrible movie so whoa <laughs> people love that oh, too boy. So, oh, boy. Bit, I think I think you've just made an enemy. Don't me wrong. So it's fun, <laughs> fun to look at it really well animated, but it's a bad movie. Um, oh. But yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know really what the score is with Ever Crisis about sort of where it takes place in the timeline or if it's even, you know, timeline compatible, if it's more like an alternate universe anime thing they're doing. I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know either. I will say. Um, it was interesting to see the chibi characters come back, although they look better than they did in Final Fantasy VII with those Popeye arms. But oh, uh, for sure, um, it, I will keep my eye on it for sure. Like I, I will say, mobile gaming has come a long way. Uh, Apple Arcade, there's tons of great games on that thing. Um, mm -hmm. You can get yourself a little Razer Kishi, or, or not Razer. Um, maybe it is Razer. I don't know. These little like things you can add on to your uh oh the backbone is another one the the sony yeah yeah uh one and you can like put them on your phone and it basically turns your phone into a really cool like controller uh, like switch or hot you know yeah, basically yeah. a controller but it like your phone start, starts to feel like a gaming console because they are very powerful these days sure. um and uh and so like it could be really cool and maybe this will be the first square enix mobile game to be like amazing uh and if there already is an amazing one i apologize i i'm just not super familiar with them uh so fair yeah we'll fair. see you know i'll keep an open mind about it um <laughs> we've uh, got one more uh comment on here but i think it's gonna line up with probably one of your most anticipated games yes so yes I yes i think i, I will hold it about. for now uh my second most anticipated uh game from summer game fest uh, and this one kind of came out of nowhere for me. I was not expecting to see it. Um, I was not expecting. And then once. OK, let me let, I'll just tell you what it is. Uh, Star Wars Outlaws. Um, yeah. We're finally getting a Star Wars game where you're not a freaking Jedi, which is like <laughs> every it, like they love to make you the Jedi. But there's so many other interesting things you could do with the Star Wars universe. And in this one, it looks like you're a scoundrel. Uh, which is kind of what like the Han Solo archetype where you smuggle things and you have to do like you have to kill bounty sometimes and um, you kind of interact with the seedy underbelly of uh, a lot of, you know, the planets uh, instead of like, 
you know, the rulers, you interact with like mm-hmm. the the middle managers, like the, the huts, for example, or gangsters or mobsters, you know. Sure. Um, and uh, so that's really interesting. And plus, it's being made by Ubisoft Massive, uh, who made The Division and The Division 2, which I, I actually really like both of those games. Um, I didn't play them as much as they wanted me to. Like, I, mm-hmm. you know, I beat the story and I was like, OK, cool, I'm done. Um and they kind of wanted it to be like a destiny to like, you just play the game forever and ever and, and always. Um, but, uh, and I'm really hoping that's not what they're going for with this game. I'm kind of done with games as a service where the idea is that you never stop playing them. Like I'm okay. Mm-hmm. If they're like play for the season. Okay. I'll play for a season, but I'm not going to play 12 months out of the year. You know, I right. want to play other games and I don't have the kind of time to play, you know, a, one game nonstop and then also play other games. So anyway, right. I'm hoping that this Star Wars Outlaws game isn't like that. I'm hoping I don't know if they've I don't. it's probably not multiplayer, which will help if they, if it's not uh, me not feel like it's going to be that kind of game. Um, yeah. But uh, anyway, so at first, the first trailer they showed was at Summer Game Fest. And I was like, why uh, is this thing? Ch- Xbox what? showcase, right? Well, no, no. The first trailer they showed was at summer game fest did they really not the xbox one i missed it then i'm pretty sure they did um and it was just a pre-rendered was it xbox really maybe i thought i thought they 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 did an all cg trailer at the xbox showcase okay well that's what i'm talking about at ubisoft yeah okay i i i remembered it wrong sorry that's okay uh but yeah they they, they started with the not important that's true that's true uh same season um but uh yeah so they started out with just an all cg cutscene or trailer and i was like yeah. well this is weird what are they hiding you know that's always my first like i'm such a like a, a cynical gamer these days like oh it's all it's all uh you know pre-rendered cutscenes. what what are they hiding why don't they want us to see the game um and so that that made me like it gave me a pause. I'm like, um, you know what? I'm not going to let myself get excited about this game until we get to actually see <laughs> gameplay. Um, and then the Ubisoft um, conference happened and they showed actual gameplay. Lo and behold, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think it looks I think it looks pretty fun. The game, the, sh- the gunplay actually kind of reminds me of The Division a little bit, which to me is a good thing. Um, and then the tone of the story, uh, Adam and I were talking about this earlier and it it. It feels a little bit like Naughty Dog Uncharted-esque, which is interesting. Hmm. I actually had to look up to see, is this game is this game uh, being worked on by Amy Hennig at all? And it's not. Uh, that's an entirely different Star Wars game that she's making. Right. Um, but uh, I'm very interested in uh, in seeing how how this game shapes up. So, I mean, we're, we have to wait till 2024. Um, but, I mean, they showed, you know, like talking to gangsters and then transitioning to a you know, gun shooting combat uh, scenario. And then they transitioned from that into a ship and then into space. And then you had some space combat, which felt like us, like star Wars, which was awesome. Um, Okay. And uh, yeah, uh, the main character is a woman and she's kind of like Han Solo, but a woman. uh, And she has the cutest animal companion ever. And that's just kind of what star Wars does these days. You got to have a cute (laughs) companion now. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I am uh, cautiously optimistic for this sure. game now. Yeah, yeah. yeah I haven't thoughts? seen 
I haven't seen the gameplay trailer yet. I've, I've oh, only okay. seen the CG one. Uh, I haven't got caught up with the Ubisoft conference yet. Um, so, I mean, the, the CG trailer looked interesting, but yeah, I, I wanted to see the gameplay because I didn't know what kind of game it was. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, if, if it's like a single player open world Star Wars game, that, that could be a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I, I didn't see any hints of multiplayer, so so maybe it is just solo. We'll see. All right. How about you, Mike? Do you have another game you're excited about? So out of so I guess we're we're down to our our third, our our top picks. That's right. Before we hit the top pick, do you have any honorable mentions? Things that, that definitely stood out, mm. but they didn't they didn't make your top three. I you know, sad to say, not really for me. Uh you know what? I will say that Prince of Persia game looks interesting. Prince of Persia does look um, interesting, yeah. It, it's, it's a it's like a Metroid Metroidvania-esque, Metroidvania-esque yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh you know, uh, we'll see. Uh, it, it looks it looks pretty cool. It looks like the best way to reboot the series, which is like going back to its roots in a way. Yeah. Um, and then also the uh, the Sea of Thieves Monkey Island thing. I'm not going to lie. It felt like a pretty good fit. Um, it does. So I, they announced, I won't like, play it, but it did, yeah. sound, it did seem like it would fit very well. And, you know, every time you get that Monkey Island musical theme going again, I'm like, I, my nostalgia starts pumping yeah. through my veins. I'm like, oh, I maybe I should... Maybe I should play more Sea of Thieves and, and you know, do I, that. <laughs> I always trick myself into doing it and then making schedules line up with people to play Sea of Thieves mm-hmm. is impossible. So and it really then is. I end up just uninstalling it a week later. <laughs> I'm just, <Yeah. laughs> just going to skip the whole song and dance this time and say, well, that's that sounds like cool DLC. Uh, I won't play it. <laughs> yeah, probably same. Um, they announced a bunch of Overwatch 2 stuff, but not going to lie, ever since they announced that the PVE stuff they talked about uh, is not happening. Um, I am not excited about Overwatch 2 anymore. And in sure. fact, they they just announced like, yeah, we're going to have the story, some story stuff coming out. All you got to do is give us $15. And I'm like, <laughs> wait, I thought I thought I already gave you guys money for that PVE mode when I bought the like the special Overwatch 2 edition. Yeah. I guess not, huh? And they're like, yeah, no, just give us $15, please. So, yeah, I'm, I'm done. Over, no more Overwatch 2 for me, sadly. <laughs> uh, so, uh... We got a lot of CG trailers this time around, so yeah, it, we some did. of the stuff, it's, it's you know, inter- like Fable got a, a trailer finally. Um, oh, yeah, which Fable, was, the trailer was cool, but it was all just a cool trailer, but it's like, I, it doesn't yeah. tell you anything gameplay-wise of what that would possibly be like. Um, yeah, but it's I, got Moss from the IT fable. crowd in it. <laughs> it so sure does be seem like it, right? <laughs> yeah, no, it is him. It's him. Um, was there anything out there that you found disappointing? Um, well, the I had, Overwatch thing I talked the about. The Overwatch thing, yeah, sure. That was yeah. that was certainly one. Uh, I was sure disappointed that they spent way too much time on Fallout 76. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did that? I didn't even. I I think I fast forwarded past that or something. Yeah, for sure. Um, I get it. Yeah, I I think overall my disappointment is like there was nothing new that I didn't know was coming that really captured my interest. You know what I mean? Like there was nothing. There was there was nothing that caught me off guard and like blew me away. Um, fair. So. Yeah. So that that's always a disappointment to me. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and no. I feel like, oh, you know, um, I will say during the Xbox conference, they showed uh, what's that game that kind of looks like Skyrim? Oh, but it's not made 
Avowed. Yeah, they showed Avowed again. Yeah. And it's been a long time since we've seen Avowed. And I think we'd only seen a pre-rendered trailer. Yeah, that we saw was a like, teaser this is for what it. we're aiming for. But right. um, uh, the, the gameplay itself didn't didn't look as cool to me as that trailer did. So yeah um a little little bummed about that it still might end up being a good game but you know we have to see more about that so uh, uh i so I, yeah. I don't but <laughs> i get what you mean <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i guess that i guess we can lead off uh why don't you read that that last message that we got yeah from Barry so white we got a, a, a message from adam redding and he wanted to know why is starfield going to be the ultimate sci-fi game forever and always. So I'm <laughs> guessing all, Adam's like you, a little excited about it, this one. It sounded like you called him Aladdin Redding. Aladdin Aladdin Redding, <laughs> as he likes to be called by his friends. Which is, you know, like Aladdin is probably his favorite Disney movie. So, you know. You think so? It, it works. Yeah, I, I think so. Probably. Hmm. But uh, anyway, um, yeah, Starfield looks looks pretty fun um i i am a sucker for a bethesda game like a real bethesda game mm -hmm. um you know i first of all skyrim let me just pull up steam really quick because i <laughs> oh, played no. an ungodly amount of skyrim i own it on almost every platform it was released on except for playstation 3 um yeah, I, I can't yeah. i can't imagine that was the version to get though no it was the that that was the worst version um, <laughs> i'm sure it was uh, so yeah, I, I, oh, my, the original version of Skyrim that I have, uh, I have played 283 hours, um, and then the special edition I've played about 16 hours and then VR I've played about 76 minutes and then I've played, I originally was playing it on Xbox 360 when it first came out. Uh, I played it a bit on PS4 when they released that like special edition. Uh, I played it in PSVR. So I own it in VR on both Steam and PlayStation. Um, That's so wild. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, and then there was a time where I found a way to install it on my MacBook. Um, and it was like this weird like port that wasn't an official <laughs> port. And so that those hours didn't get tracked either. Um, so, yeah, I, I've played an ungodly amount of Skyrim. Um, sure. It's absurd. Uh, and, and then Fallout 4, not so much. I never beat Fallout 4, but I did get mm. really lost in the world. Um, I actually never beat Skyrim either, believe it or not. Um, I just would play it and get lost in the world and then not beat it. I don't know why. It's very, really weird. But, um, but I am very much looking forward to doing that again in Starfield. Um, I just love it. It's, 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 it's similar to the Tears of the Kingdom thing. I love just like getting into a world... Mm -hmm. And just, you know, having some hours to myself and just like letting my ADHD carry me wherever it wants to go um, and, you know, make a plan and then see a shiny thing and then completely forget about the plan and go to the shiny thing and sure. do whatever that is. And then, oh, let me spend some time fixing my ship up. Oh, cool. OK, now I'm going to go this way. Oh, wait, what's that shiny thing? You know, I love I love that so much it's like <laughs> it, it it's dopamine for me sure. uh, and no bad yeah. sky scratched that itch a little bit yeah uh, and starfield is kind of like no man's sky and skyrim had a baby you know no yeah, man's skyrim that. is what we should probably call it right <laughs> <laughs> terrible oh i thought it was pretty good terrible. but i did write it in advance so <laughs> 
it made me laugh like what do you think what do you think about starfield um i watched the the trailer for i watched the the deep dive which was really long it was um, way too long the watch looks cool but yeah way too long yeah it was a really long deep dive, but i watched it right because i wanted to see what this game was about and uh i i am more convinced than ever that it is a game that i understand why people are excited for it and it is 100% not for me at all. Oh, no. But, Mike, how are we going to do the stream? <laughs> you got to do a stream because oh, the still, character creator. I'll still make. I'll install it for the character creator if the character creator is okay. good. I'll still yeah. do that part of it. But okay. I, I think uh, I, I, I played all of Fallout 3 and I beat it. And I played uh, New Vegas. And I played uh, a, a decent amount of Skyrim. And I played a lot of Fallout 4. And I think I've. it took me a long time to, to just come to terms like, I actually don't think these games are fun to play for me. Oh, um, I don't actually, I find their gameplay to be very slow and very boring. And hmm. while the worlds are interesting, the stories they tell aren't, aren't terribly interesting to me. Um, that's a me thing completely because, you know, uh, I know that they're good. Uh, there's a reason Some that people, people love them so anyway. much. It's um, it's subjective though. It, it is right. It, it, it's the same mm -hmm. with like for me like fighting games. Like I could I could put up a stream of fighting games for thirty minutes and people will be bored in tears because it's just <laughs> it's just not what you're into, right? And yeah, I'm looking at all this like sim stuff of like a, you know building a spaceship and collecting resources and getting a crew and it's like oh my gosh, it looks like work. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't be more bored. <laughs> so, Aww. um, I think it looks fantastic. Uh, and, mm -hmm. and watching that trailer, I could see why people are excited. Like the dopamine hits you're talking about. I see where mm -hmm. they're coming from. They just don't do it for me. Like I will make characters if it's go, like, if it has a cool character creator, like Fallout 4 did. Uh, mm -hmm. but then I won't deceive myself. I'm like, well, maybe I'll just play it and it'll get good after 10 20 30 hours like it won't yeah, you just gotta play the the tutorial 40 hour tutorial and then yeah, it gets good no you know? i'm not gonna do it <laughs> um uh, no i and i get that too because yeah. um like as as i've explained i've never beaten any of these games of theirs <laughs> so i eventually taper off too but the fun that i have exploring in the in like the initial fun is 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 enough for me to to sure. love it um yeah. and uh but mike you know i will i will personally buy you a copy if you don't buy it so that we can <laughs> well, get some game pass some... so it will be good oh there you go yeah yeah so because i need to get I'll some definitely. videos of you just making you know we'll give you tasks like today i'm making presidents today i'm making pokemon <laughs> gym leaders you know you, you won't even so know weird. these pokemon gym leaders but uh i think i think that could be really fun yeah, we'll um, have to see. They they showed a little bit of the character creator. Uh, I don't know how in-depth it gets. Uh, they say it's the most in-depth one they've ever made, and Fallout 4 was pretty in-depth, so... Yeah, so we'll, we'll see. I'm, I'm excited. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm excited for that piece of it, for sure. Uh, but uh, I'm excited for everyone else who's excited for the rest of the stuff. Yeah, but there's also that Todd Howard reality distortion field. Like, it's Todd, Todd Howard... <laughs> comes from the steve jobs school of pr presentations sure where he's he's got this like magnetic like optimism almost um yeah. in his presentation where he says things and he sounds really excited about them and so you believe them and he's not always a hundred percent on the mark with yeah. what he says um like he he hyped up fallout 76 so high uh, sure. that me and my brother were very excited about it um and ultimately i i i did have fun with it but it wasn't 
the game that I was really excited for when it came out. So yeah. he does have this like reality distorting thing um, that, you know, maybe a little bit of that's happening here. Uh, it remains to be seen. Um, but this is Bethesda's first, like Bethesda's game studios, first game being released under the, the Microsoft moniker. So, um, cause they didn't directly make fallout 76. I don't believe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And fallout four was right before they got purchased. So, um, so yeah, it'll be really interesting to see, to see if it's, does it, does it have the Redfall curse or is this like one yeah, of the hopefully. first really good acquisitions <laughs> that Microsoft has made? We'll see. Yeah. Um, I, I, I get a, I get the good feeling. Like if, if you are into Bethesda games, like if you were into the fallout or when you were into Skyrim, like I just got to imagine this is going to scratch a lot of those itches. Like it looks, it looks like such a better version of all those games. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I think the, the real question for me is not so much. Will it be good? is will it be good when it comes out right will it be be hyper broken (laughs) well i'm pretty sure skyrim still has bugs that were not patched out of it i'm sure so um so yeah and you know that's again really quick that that's that's the big difference between a bethesda game um and a nintendo game because actually breath of the wild was heavily inspired by skyrim uh except it didn't have any of the bugs (laughs) And so, uh, and that's also true with Tears of the Kingdom. It's the most gigantic game with the craziest systems I've ever seen. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a power that lets you like stand underneath an object and then just teleport to the top of the object. Mm -hmm. And somehow that does not break the game. I don't, that makes no sense to me. How does that not just break everything in the game? (laughs) Um, you know, you can like build things, you can reverse time on things. How does that, how are there no bugs from that? But by all accounts, it, Tears of the Kingdom is one of the most bug-free open-world games ever made, and I would be shocked if Starfield <laughs> it be, is one of the most bug-free open-world games ever made. Yeah, yeah, it's just not that's Bethesda's fair. mo. So that is fair. Uh, so yeah, I, I mean, I think I think that wraps up Summer Game Fest 2023. Nintendo hasn't talked about their plans. Um, not yet. We don't know if there's a direct uh maybe there'll have been one by the time this episode drops but i really doubt it um there there should be one sometime this month but we just have no idea when it's going to be so uh we'll have to talk about that one later i guess maybe that's how they want it maybe they're like okay all the podcasts (laughs) are going to get out all their content right we'll drop their the direct and have our own podcast just for us as a treat makes Um, sense yeah but uh, uh but yeah the last one I think mentioning for me would be, oh, yeah. and, and we won't talk a lot about this because it would have to get too far into spoiler territory, but oh, uh, yeah. the the next game in the Final Fantasy VII Remake series, uh, Rebirth. Oh, yeah. Man, that oh, looks man. fantastic. It does look cool. I, I'm going to have to circle back and beat the first Final Fantasy Remake, uh, specifically the the house. There's a house that really tormented me and I rage quit on stream. <laughs> I, <remember. laughs> I was the most angry I've ever been on stream. It's uh, a pretty tough fight. It is yeah. a pretty tough fight. And, you know, I'm sure I was playing it really stupidly, but hey, I'm stupid, no, so I can't it, help it. <laughs> it's just it's just a tough fight. And the funny the funny thing about that game is, is once you once you beat that boss fight, you mm-hmm. unlock the ability to like just go back and grind so you can finally like actually 
oh, get over level a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so all future fights, you don't have that problem. Uh, but prior to that, there's not really a place to do that in the game. So you're just sort of mm-hmm. stuck at here's the gear I have and here's the level I'm at. I've just got to try to make it work. And and it's it can be pretty tough uh, for sure. Yeah, so. I, I'm not looking forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're doing a lot of cool stuff with this remake, um, uh, especially, you know, in comparison to the original uh ff7 game uh there's like a bunch of cool theory stuff that's going around for folks that have beaten the first game so uh yeah i yeah, don't I've heard it gets real wild but i don't know what it is because yeah never it's far really enough. wild so yeah wow. if you get far enough in and, and if you recall enough about the original game you'll you'll start to be able to see where it, it starts to diverge a bit um mm-hmm. and some really cool stuff happens and and i'm very excited to see what they're going to do with that I, i'm I think I'm really excited that it's not just a like a really pretty version of the game I've already played um, and that they are purposely doing it in such a way that uh, it it leaves it a little open ended. Maybe they will do some different things this time around. Cool. Yeah, I I mean, uh, it looks beautiful. Uh, Yeah. yeah, Hopefully we won't have any of that weird, like low resolution texture pop in that the first remake had. I was looking at the trail. I'll have to go back and pull it up. I don't know if, if it's going to be on previous gen consoles this time around. That's a good question. If huh. it's not, then I think we'll be spared the like low texture packages. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking. I'm Googling it right now. The you Googling it? Of the show <laughs> where we things. I think you're right. I think I didn't, I didn't see it. I only saw a PS5 logo. Um, I didn't see a PS4 logo. So my hope was like, yeah. oh, cool. Then we'll just get the best version of whatever that is coming out. What can I play it on PS5? That's it. Fantastic. That's the way it should be. Yep. Unfortunately for PS4, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth won't be a cross-gen release like the first part. Um, but it, it'll probably arrive on PC eventually. Um, oh, gar- but- yeah, guaranteed but probably not for a year. It's probably because the first game, it uh, took a year to come to PC. So, yeah. And, and I think even with 16, right, the, the PS exclusive window is like six months. So, oh, but Mike, I thought the PS or the PC was just not powerful enough to run. Well, in six Final months, Fantasy it probably 16. will be right. You guys will come up with some new <laughs> graphics cards or whatever you guys got to do to make it work. Uh, oh, yeah. It just yeah. takes you to six months behind the PS5 curve. That's all. Right, right, right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I think that just about wraps up the topic. It definitely does. Uh, we definitely somehow made it another two-hour episode, um, yep. which is wild. Uh, is. I don't know how this keeps happening because it's just the two of us. Um, and believe it or not, I don't actually talk that much. Like I'm the quiet one in my relationship, you know, with with uh, my wife. But um, you know, somehow we're here. We are an hour and fifty minutes. <laughs> so thank you guys for sticking with us uh and uh this has been the sbf vgs podcast episode 190 uh Oof. mike do you have some outro-y things that you like to say here oh don't forget about the giveaway remember yeah. email us at info at sbfvgs.com and just tell us uh if tears of the kingdom or street fighter 6 is the better game um but yeah otherwise mike take it away yeah, so uh, like David said, don't forget about the giveaway. Street Fighter Six obviously is the correct answer. Um, <laughs> so you'll want to pick that one. Uh, 
to help you remember how many playable characters are in Tears of the Kingdom. As far as I know, only one. There's 18 in Street Fighter 6. <laughs> it's a better game. That's the only metric to make a game better, really. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, be, be sure to uh, hang out with us on Discord at uh, SBFEGS. Uh, was it bit.ly slash Discord something something? Uh, it's bit.ly slash SBFVGS Discord. There we go. I should know it. Bit.ly slash SBFVGS Discord. That's the link, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we also are on Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash SBFVGS Podcast. Mm-hmm. Not super active on there, and apparently you guys aren't either anymore. So, uh, <laughs> you know, definitely join That's our Discord. Right. It's time. It's time. It's it's past time. Better places to be. Uh, one of those mm-hmm. places is Twitch. Uh, Twitch. TV slash SBFVGS, where you can That's watch right. uh, David stream uh, when it's cold out or raining. You'll you'll see me on there. Streaming. Absolutely. <laughs> Do we have any upcoming any upcoming streams that you're planning? Uh, no, I'm about to go on vacation, actually, well, so yeah. the streams are going to be yeah. uh, probably not until, like, later in June. Um, nice. But, uh, but yeah, if, if you really want to know when I'm streaming, you can just head on over to twitch.tv slash SBFVGS and click the follow button and uh, make sure the notifications are turned on and you'll know when I'm live. It's easy. Easy as one, two, three, I think. Wow. That sounds easy. Yeah. That's very easy. Uh, according to the Jackson Five, it's like you know, ABC easy is one, two, three. You know, simple as do re mi. You know, I can't go any further, or we might have to give them some money. Exactly. So. <laughs> uh, our podcast logo was designed by the handsomely faced Eric Kruger. Mm. 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 <laughs> we are ten episodes away from episode two hundred. Seems like we should do something special. Oh, we absolutely should. Last time for the 100th episode, we did a really fancy, special, extra long video episode, um, which that could be fun to, to do that, to try oh, to do yeah. that again. Um, so and we we have to try to get our we, we're going to have to bend over backwards to to work Adam Redding into that episode because it just wouldn't be the same without him. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Fingers so crossed hopefully we'll some, be able to do that. Some fun stuff coming up. Stick around. Yeah, 10 episodes away. Who knows how many weeks or months that is, but... <laughs> but uh, Two years you know. from now, when episode 200 hits, you guys are going to lose your minds. <laughs> no, it'll be sooner so than that. true. Nice. Thank you guys so much for listening, and uh, we appreciate you guys. And um, yeah, thanks for being a part of the SBFVGS... What did we call them? gamer friends i don't gamer know friends gamer friends sounds right i like it like friends who like games <laughs> stay tuned for another gaming friend extravaganza <laughs> on gaming <laughs> <laughs> oh we, you know i think Adam you know i think i like it it's the eloquence that really sells it oh i know i'm really good at it i'm so good at it who needs Adam, you know? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody, uh, anyway. this has been episode 190 of the Super Best yes. Friends Video Game Sleepover. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll be back in roughly two weeks with yeah. uh, more out-of-date news on gaming. There you go. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Go on,
I can guarantee you that Diablo 4 is made by people who do harm. Mm, I, Intentionally, I, everybody who works mm, there. They choose to work there, and they love everybody? hurting other people. Everybody. From the ground up. <laughs> the people who mop the floors are probably kind of racist. Evil. Is, is this because the game's called Diablo? Yeah. Is that, <laughs> it's, the, it's the devil's game. We all know it. <laughs> 